You're going to lick the peanut butter off my balls. <laughs> I'm going to call you Tootsie because I like a dog. <laughs> I don't know why we're in the 50s all of a sudden. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, so, that's how shit happened in the 50s. Porn. But I, yeah. Dude, I was thinking about, like, no joke, I was thinking about today. I was like, in like 40 years, there's going to be so much retro amateur porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I mean, you do have that classic 70s male porn star mustache. Right now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, I do. You're right. <laughs> I call it the pedo. Because <laughs> you want to pet it. And I like kids. No, I'm just joking, joking, joking. That's a joke. You fucking better keep that all in there. Welcome to the Basement Lounge Podcast with your hosts, Mike Shea and Mike Wells. Sit back, grab a drink, relax. Let's see where the time takes us. Enjoy. Wow, OS was horrible. Oh, it's, 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 it's awful. It's like unwatchably bad. That might kill Kevin Klein's career. Pretty much. I mean, he wasn't in it. he wasn't in anything like big again after that. He's worked, but like he not as a leading man ever again. I feel like that was their John Carter. Ugh. Yeah, we talked about John Carter last week when Andrew was on here too. Holy shit. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. But yeah, it uh John Carter sucks so hard. Um but yeah, Kevin Klein because we talked about Kevin Klein last week too. It's like I remember when he was in fucking everything. Um, you know, he did, uh, and, and just then after that, nothing, it was a bummer. I like Kevin Klein a lot. He was a great actor. Actually, uh, to, to bring this whole episode conversation full circle, the one thing he's got going for him right now is he's Mr. Fish odor on boss burgers. Is he really? That's Kevin Klein. Shit. Next time you watch it, listen to the voice. You're going to be like, fuck. Huh? I wonder how I got that. Dude. Have you ever looked up the, the casting on IMDb for that show? Mm-mm. It is just a who's who of fucking comedy all stars on Bob's Burger. That's because people just want to be on it or whatever. Well, yeah, it's it's an easy gig because you don't have to come up with a character, and also the writing is just really fucking good. Yeah. But I mean, like Sarah Silverman and her sister are the two twins. Yeah. Um, Tim Meadows is Mike the Mailman for fuck's sake. That dude's done so much. Oh, I love Tim. I, was, I forget who I was talking about. Tim Meadows with the other day. We were talking. We were talking about him doing like the ladies' man and. When he was on SNL, um, fucking loved him, man. Because oh, I think it's because he's because he's on that the Goldberg show as like a teacher or something like that. Is he really? Yeah, he's the one of the teachers. He was on SNL forever. He was the longest running member of until Keenan. Yeah, I think yeah. him and because well, because Keenan was tied. Leslie Jones was in that was on that list too. Leslie was on that long. No, I mean she was one of the longest running people on there. That I think Keenan beat her. No, I did not know that. Yeah, she was on there for fucking ever. I did not know that. Yeah, um, but yeah, Tim Meadows because he was because he was a part of that original like David Spade, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley crew. Yeah, and was on there until I want to say the two thousands. I mean, he was on there for a long fucking I think, time. Yeah, he, I think he outlasted Will Ferrell. Yeah, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell wasn't on there as long as I think a lot of people. No, he was. He, he was just a. He was so funny yeah. on there, and then immediately they were like, "He was a huge. He made him an overnight star." And then also, those are the that that's the season that gets like replayed on cable all the time. But it was only for like I want to say like five years, something like that. He I want to say four or five years. Yeah, grand, grand scheme of the show, he wasn't on there that long. I mean, five years steady on TV is pretty good, no matter who you are. But 
Um, Still one of my favorite bits is the American flag wearing. Oh, my God. <laughs> With the, the, the Speedo. Yeah, it's still uh, one of my fucking favorite bits ever. Every time I watch, I love watching the compilations of, like, SNL actors, like, breaking. And that's always. Like, you go down. <laughs> Horatio's like. Oh, my God. He, Horatio, <laughs> I think. is. is he, I think I think because it's, it's him. And Fallon cracked. Fallon, well, Fallon cracked all the fucking time. That was just his. I feel like that they wrote sh- that in the thing. <laughs> I, I almost felt like they were like, "You don't try too hard not to laugh." Yeah, because uh, it on because like it, w- it was funny when when Fallon cracked. As often as he did it, it was funny when he cracked. But because uh, I think because then I think because Amy Poehler is in the sketch too, and I think she's I think she's the first one to break. She's, I think she, <laughs> he grabs her by the fucking like because <laughs> I, I think for her it's like when she finally turns around and sees it. I think she just. <laughs> Um, or Rachel Dretch with the Debbie Downer, and she's trying to yeah. say all the shit, and she's like, <laughs> "Well, I used to, and I think we've talked about this, but it always made me laugh because they would always say when that sketch aired, like, like this is a recording of a rehearsal. We couldn't ever get it to work, <laughs> so this is just like the this is just the best rehearsal we had because it's it's too funny, <laughs> it's too fucking funny." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that that one, and that I mean that one always made me laugh my fucking ass off. Um, weekend update was always my favorite thing, though. No matter who was hosting it, I've always loved. Even back when it was um, fucking uh, Dan Aykroyd and Jane, um, fuck, I forget her last name. I, I, yeah. But they'd get in the debates, and he would go, "Jane, you ignorant slut!" Yeah. <laughs> God, there's so many great fucking people on that. Oh yeah. I, which kind of bums me out because like have you I, seen the list of people who tried out that didn't make it no like that's like kevin hart tried out and didn't get on did he really yeah, like it's the list is like fucking insane like of all the people that like tried out and just haven't got never got on well that was one of danny jr's first acting gigs was he was on that like first season because he only ever did one season he was on like that first season of snl like i think uh ck tried it well i know ck was Writing behind the scenes. I want. I want to Google this. That's a good. That's actually a really good question. Yeah, but whatever happened to Horatio Sands? Um, he lost a ton of weight. I know that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I've never. I've, I, that's actually a good point. I've never looked up who didn't get on SNL. That's that's really cool. Um, when I found, I, I never saw the season with Danny Junior. So I, he was on like Howard Stern talking about it. And I was like, when the fuck was he on SNL? It was that first season. 31 famous people rejected by Saturday Night Live. Okay. Jim Carrey. Real? Well, that, that's how he got on Living Color. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do Jim Carrey. All right. Steve Carell. Wow. Yeah. Donald Glover. Shut the fuck up. They passed on Donald Glover. Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. Fucking Pee Wee? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stephen Colbert. That Okay. That one I had heard. Yeah. Because he, he was in... He was at Groundlings the same time as like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Gotcha. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza. Wow. Zach Galifianakis. I didn't know about Zach. Really? Yeah. I think he would just be too weird. Yeah. He does better not with the script. Kevin Hart. That's fucking weird. David Cross. Whoa. John Goodman. I didn't know he tried. John Goodman tried out for Mm. SNL. He would have been great. Lisa Kudrow. 
Okay, I feel like Conan talked about that on his final episode. Kathy Griffin. Eh. Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Wow. Adam McKay, really? Yeah. Dave Attell. I didn't know David. Well, he he ended up being. I know he he did end up being a writer because he was writing at the time that uh, Conan and Farley were there. Mark Marin. Wow. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge. You know who that is? Oh, Stifler's mom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the one thing. I know. Jeff Ross. Whoa. Okay. Paul Shear. Oh, oh, I love it. I love his podcast with Manzukas. Jack McBriar. Oh, from 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kel Mitchell. Oh, that's a low. That one. hurts. Yeah. You know, what's funny is all these names you're saying, but so many of them still ended up with shit on NBC. I don't know these people when I can't even pronounce their names. So what gonna... is it? I always see other two. Uh, Jorma Takoni and Akko Schaefer. Oh, the uh, Lonely Island cohorts. Oh, okay. Akko Schaefer sounds familiar. Yeah. Dave Foley, Scott Thompson, Bruce McCollum, Kevin McDonald. Holy shit. Gina Davis. Gina Davis tried out for SNL. Richard Belzer. I love Richard. Oh, I love Richard Belzer. Robert Townsend. Wow. Uh, I can never pronounce his last name. Rob Hubel. Is it? I can never pronounce his last name for uh, sure. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Okay. Last, Carrie Kenny. I don't know who that is. Uh, Reno 911 star. Oh, her. Yeah. Oh, she's funny. And that list, I mean, there's, that's an impressive that, list. That's a big list. That's a list of big talent. I know. Which kind of, I guess, kind of makes you go like, like, what are they looking for? Yeah, really. Because there are, there are sometimes I'll see people on there who I don't like. And I'll think like, man, who did they turn away to give this person a job? Apparently they turned away fucking Kevin Hart. Thing is, would Kevin Hart be where he is if it wasn't for that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you got to think about that type of stuff, too. It's like, where Jim Carrey been where he's at? Yeah. No, not a, no. I mean, living color is what put him on. Jim Carrey, there. I mean, that's fucking like. He could also, like, the kind of stuff that Jim Carrey, like, did, did on living color and is able to do, he couldn't have, got, he couldn't have done on SNL. Man, what a list. Jim Carrey, Kevin Hart, Gina Davis, John Goodman. Man, just great talents out there who didn't quite make the cut on Saturday Night Live. Are there any that maybe we missed that you know of you'd like to tell us about? Or just what do you think of the list in general? Who are some of those names you think would have absolutely killed it on Saturday Night Live? Let us know. Go to our website, tblpod.net, and click the little blue microphone. Leave us a voice message and let us know. And, hey, we'll, we'll share it on the show next week. It's a double-edged sword, like, what could have been or, like, would have really that person ever gone that far. Right. Like, what would this have done for their career? Yeah. So, it is fucking wild to think about. I remember, like, early 2000s, Comedy Central was doing the 100 greatest stand-ups. It was, and it was, like, a it was like a mini-series. It was, like, a whole week every day they'd count down, like, 100 to 90 or something like that. And they showed early, and they had clips of these people, too, that, like, you probably can't find on YouTube now. And it was, like, early clips of Carrie doing stand-up. Or, really? or Leno doing stand-up. And holy shit, they were funny. Yeah. Well, Carrie was fucking... Carrie was on fucking laugh riot. I feel like like a lot of stand-ups are great actors. That just... Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said for years, I think Dane Cook's a better actor than a comedian. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he was great in Mr. Brooks. He's gr- oh, my God. He's so good in Mr. Brooks. 
Good luck, Chuck. Made me laugh my ass off. I even liked Employee of the Month. Employee, yeah, mostly he, for Dak Shepard, but you know, uh, he was good in. Um, he played a bit the brother in um, the Steve Carell movie. Oh, and he was um, good in that. Dan in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was, he was very good in that. Yeah, he's a really good actor. Oh, well, then fucking um, his. It's a bit part, but it's really good. Is the the one dude in waiting the cook? Yeah, the tattoos and shit. <laughs> he was fucking great. Yeah, no, he's. Great actor. I mean, it's not that he's not a funny comedian. Like, if you watch, it was like his fourth album, I think, his fourth special slash album, and it was just him at the comedy store, just doing. It wasn't him in, the, in a big arena. It wasn't him in a theater. It was just him at like the store, just in the main room, and just doing like regular traditional stand up. And it was some of the funniest shit I'd ever heard in my life. And it's. Just like, I feel like with Dane Cook is he got so big that like he got big fast. Well, he got big fast, but like he had to have that like energy, like yeah. all the like be like on all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he just he's the, seems like the kind of guy who always has to top the last thing he did. Yeah. And it got to the point where it just became a it became it's, it just became a bit. And I, I feel I do feel bad because his brother fucking destroyed. Oh him. my god! Yeah, his brother fucked him so hard. Um, holy shit! Well, and then also. You know, he lost both of his parents in the same year. I didn't know about that. Yeah. His his mom, so he did his, his first big um, Madison Square Garden special, the first one, Vicious Circle, and his mom was already sick. And I guess they didn't realize at that point she had cancer. So his mom died of cancer, and then like six months later, his dad died. And I guess like him and his dad had kind of a weird relationship. But like, yeah, his lost both of his parents in a year. And then all the shit with his brother goes down, and... And then I know a couple of years ago, everybody was giving him shit because like he was dating a drastically younger woman, which I didn't realize. Like Dane Cook's like over fifty. Yeah, I mean, but like <laughs> if she's over a certain age, yeah, I mean, who gives a fuck? Well, because at one point his his one girlfriend that he had had for like ten years or whatever, like she's on the uh, the 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 tourgasm deed. She's on that, and she uh, she's she's in his vicious circle thing like that. I guess like she had like tried out for like American Idol or some shit, mm. and I guess when she didn't make it, like she like started like just like bashing him saying like I can't get anywhere because he's like because I dated Dane Cook I'm getting blacklisted it's like he has no pull on American Idol shut the fuck up where are you have pull on anything anymore? yeah at that point Dane Cook's light had fizzled hard I was like Dane Cook doesn't have pull anywhere there's a reason that when they do the stand up for cancer things he's in the back answering phones not one of the people hosting one well, weird thing about him too is like he doesn't drink or do drugs which is yeah, crazy super straight edge yeah, and I think a lot of that's, I mean, you, you grow up in Boston when he did. Um, I think you kind of see a lot of that shit, and so you probably either follow suit or avoid it altogether. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, well, plus he's he's you know he's tight with you know Gary Goldman and Bob Kelly and because I mean, they were all on that Torgasm together, which is how I found out about. I mean, I love Torgasm for two reasons. One, it's a, it's a great comedy, it's a great stand up documentary, but. Getting introduced to Robert Kelly and Gary Goldman, especially because Gary Goldman was my favorite out of all of them. Because Gary Goldman's fucking brilliant. That's a great writer. joke, right? I love. Was it two years ago? He was doing that thing on Twitter, like every day he wrote a new writing tip, which was fan. I have so many of those books. Because the one joke, his uh, was it the states joke? Oh, the naming of that the states took like years for him to write. That is, I mean, because he because he was in Joker. Yeah. He's the comic that that Joaquin Phoenix is watching on stage doing his own bits and just made them work for, you know, set in the fucking 80s. And 
yeah, Goldman Goldman as a writer that that naming the 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 state abbreviations bit. I mean, that is one of the funniest, most clever. Like it's one of those like you hear that you hear the topic and you're like, holy shit, how did I not think of mm-hmm. that? And it's so well written. That guy is an and but he's he's been on like Tamron Hall and shit in the last year because like he like depression hit him hard and like he's talked about like how he met his wife and how much she helped with that and you see a lot of that in um in the torgasm DVD because at one point he bails off the tour because it gets to be too much for him he's gone for like two or three days before he comes back because he just couldn't fucking take it really yeah because that's when he was really going through a lot of his shit it just wasn't really included on the documentary because the documentary was about like the shows they were doing. 20 shows in 30 days. Yeah. And which is insane to even think about, but that sold out. Yeah. All sold out. And they were all like fucking college arenas and shit. And not only that, but like what he, what that did for Goldman's career, Kelly's career, uh, and Jay Davis, who was like the, the host opener of all the shows, like what that did for him as well. I mean, so, uh, yeah. Um, this all comes back to, yeah, Dane cooks. All right. <laughs> but like he's he's still like he's still doing like you know early slots at the at, at the at the comedy store and stuff like it's not like he's selling out theater tours right now you know i am interested, I, I do want to see his new i know he's trying to work on an hour and do a special and i am interested to see it i've never i've never gotten to see him personally i'd love to go my, and, one of my favorite like halftime specials is yeah. the original comedy central special i just love that special. oh it's so fucking funny it is I loved that if you bought if you bought that first album, both of his his first two albums both came with DVDs. Yeah, and the first one came with the DVD. It had his half hour special, and then it also had the full unedited hour as well. Which again is just another thirty minutes. Like so, so not all of it works. Yeah, yeah. Because um, people s- still weren't kind of used to him yet at that point. But that half hour is so fucking funny. so good. Oh my! When, especially when he, you know, ends, you know, ripping his ripping his pants off and shit, and um, I just—he uh, was one of the very few ones that, like, I feel like he was a comic that people started to quote a lot when I was in high, like, not just in high, like, yeah, in high school. Like, I remember one time I was at my first job and this guy was blatantly ripping off a Dane Cook bit. Oh yeah. And I was just like, oh god! You, I remember on a date too, and I was like, you're pressing this lady with a Dan Cook bit right now. Well, that was when I fr- I started doing stand up the year that like he really that the year that um um what was his second album Neverlution mm-hmm. came out. That was when I that was the year I started doing I had started doing stand up, and I mean I would go to Mike's all the time, and people were just ripping off Dan Cook bits all the time. It was like being back in the '60s where everybody would watch you know Don Rickles on on the Tonight Show, and then go do his bit at the bar the next night and. Um, yeah, Dane Cook made stand up a household entertainment again. Nobody he was ta- nobody was talking about stand ups anymore. No, nope. no, he definitely he brought it to the forefront. When, like, I mean, he did. Like, there's no denying that. Like, like, when I look at when I look at like the chain reaction of events of like the last twenty years, you know, kind of in that era of when he was first coming up. Like, you look at how Louis C.K. was able to self-produce his special and sell it online for five bucks, make a million bucks in a weekend. You look at how Netflix has an entire, how everybody talks about how Netflix is the place to go for comedy specials and stuff like that. Um, where comedy central standup has a extremely popular TikTok account posting yeah. standup clips and keep in mind, comedy central doesn't show standup anymore. Yeah. Which is 
another topic altogether because they used to do it every Friday night. None of like the stuff I've just mentioned had Dane Cook not brought stand up back into the forefront again because he would go. He would go host SNL. I remember when they, people were chanting, like, let him host SNL. And he went up, and they w- and it wasn't like he went up and did a monologue. He went up and, like, did bits. Yeah. They gave him a microphone, and he, like, did some new, he did new jokes. It's like no other comedian was doing that, hosting SNL. Like, he, stand-up was his thing, and he was really riding that hard and, and keeping the stand-up conversation going because – it still took several years for there to be any other comics. Cause like, like we had the blue collar comedy tour and stuff around that same time too. Yeah. But like for people to start actually talking about comedians again, Dane cook was, he, he brought it back, but then he was also it for a while. Mm-hmm. There weren't any other, like, like we, like we had last comic standing and last comic standing lasted a good long while after that. But with the exception, but like name anybody who won last comic standing that anybody's still talking about right now. That one. Josh Blue is pretty much it. Yeah. And and that's there's kind of a I mean, you know, but they mostly talk about him as the guy with cerebral palsy that won, not the really funny comedian that yeah. won, you know. But so I like I know people love to hate on Dane Cook. I know he's kinda of like the nickelback of stand up, but you know stand up's fucking funny. Fucking funny, yeah. Is some of it a little outrageous and just kind of weird? I mean, yeah, sure, but have you heard my jokes? <laughs> Man, Dane Cook. You know, say what you want, love him or hate him. You can't deny the impact he had on comedy, especially for guys in my generation who were getting started when we did. What do you guys think? Were you a Dane Cook fan when he was big? Or are you still a Dane Cook fan? Like, what are your thoughts and opinions on this? And you know, where do you, what, what do you think about the evolution of Dane Cook's career? Let us know. Go to our website, tblpod.net, and hit the little uh, blue microphone and leave us a voice message. Let us know what you think. We'll play it on the show next week. I, I, I'm dying to tell this story because I didn't tell on last week's show. So we went to we went to a baseball game. We went to the Charleston River Dogs. I saw you post. I thought you which was was cool. I mean, I, dragons are better, and, and the River Dogs suck. I mean, it was they were terrible, um, but. It was cool to go to a game again. Well, <laughs> we're behind home plate and kind of like a little bit on first first base side. And I'm thinking like, we're not going to get any foul balls. I didn't bring my glove. I was like, no, the, every other fucking ball was going over our head. So finally, one of them comes down, bounces off the railing and lands like right in the aisle next to where we're sitting. So mm-hmm. my 80 my year old grandmother <laughs> sitting over there trying to get the ball well there's this family sitting on the other end of the end of our row who have just been dicks the entire time and so while we're trying to help grandma locate the ball this family's five-year-old runs over goes under my grandma's legs grabs the ball and runs back jesus and i was like i've never hit a kid before but i'm gonna kick this kid's ass holy shit his parents are like good for you son good for you and i'm like your son's gonna grow up to not eat pussy yeah so I'm that's not my like, gauge for everything <laughs> damn that's kind of that's really fucking. and we all just kind of look because they were being they were being dicks the whole time we were there they were like i thought we were supposed to have the whole row we're like well we have tickets that say otherwise so go fuck yourself so like they kept like bleeding over into where we were supposed to be sitting and we kept having to ask them to move the fuck back down and really yeah 
What a fucking twat. Yeah, it's, the whole family was a bunch of cunts. And so when he took the ball, I just kind of watched him run back. And I was like, I'm going to kick this kid in the face. So you're not allowed to out of that stadium anymore? <laughs> I'm not allowed to that stadium at that more. They have my picture on a poster at the front gate. With your foot in some kid's <laughs> face. See, pedophile mustache. Right. Likes kids. Mike doesn't like kids. I don't like, I don't like kids. Um, yeah, I don't like kids. And I really don't like that fucking kid. That's one of those kids that I hope someday I see on like America's Most Wanted. Like, I know that kid. He steals baseballs from old ladies. Fuck that kid. It's called, called the baseball murderer. <laughs> he murders people with that, that baseball. baseball. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I stole this from an old lady. I use it to murder people. I apologize for nothing. I'm sorry. That kid was a dick. What do you guys think? Should I should I have punched the kid? Should I have kicked the kid in the face? Nah, just kidding. But no, seriously, like, like are those parents just just raising the next like world's biggest douchebag? I don't know. What do you guys think? TBLpod.net. Click the blue microphone. Leave me a voice message and let me know if you think I'm overreacting or not. I'm just saying, I love my grandma. All right, and I love baseball, and I hate that kid. Conan retired and yeah I watched not, uh, well he 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 ended his show yeah he's, he's not retired but he's doing a he's gonna be doing like a variety show or something on HBO he's not doing the talk show thing anymore but he's going over to HBO Max but yeah he uh, I, I watched the last episode it was it was good Jeff fucking Jack Black man was he good on it oh he was great because they were they were supposed to do like this big hole like um like number or something and then they, when they were doing the rehearsal the day before Jack Black fucking like broke his foot. So he comes Jesus out like on a fucking cane because the way the number was supposed to he said he said it was really fucked up because the the way the number was supposed to end was he was supposed to fake getting hurt and they were going to have him carted off in an ambulance. Uh-huh. It was all supposed to be staged. Well, then he actually fucking broke his foot and they're like, well, thank God we have the ambulance on standby. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but he came out and he like he sang um, the song. I did it my way for Conan and fucking, you know, fucking killed. He was funny as shit. And. I saw Paul Rudd's last, uh, the greatest running gag in night night oh, history <laughs> with the, with the, with the Mac and me. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part, like I showed my, I saw Melissa, like I was like, this is the greatest running gag like mm-hmm. of all time. And she's yeah. like, at first she's like, this is stupid. Then she's like into it by like the 20th time. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's so many years of it's just like, it's like 20 years. They've been doing <sighs> that gag because it goes all the way back to when, um, because it was like the same time, because for the longest time, Will Arnett and Jason Bateman would alternate going on Conan and oh. roasting each other, like talking shit. And it was like that first time they did that, I think it was also the same time that Paul Rudd <laughs> brought that out. And I, cause they, they did that for Ant-Man, then fucking Avengers. And oh my, it's yeah, he, like he's a best running gag. My favorite part was that he's like, okay, I wanted to show you the video of the video I was gonna pick. Right. And then just the fucking thing. And I'm like, yes. And every time Conan's just like, I don't believe you. I don't, I don't believe you. <laughs> I wonder if like studios have gotten pissed off at him about that. I I think at first, probably, <laughs> but I think because it's such a, because like they did it for Ant-Man, but then they did actually eventually show. Yeah. And I think because it just builds into Paul Rudd's star power at this point. I think they just roll with it. <laughs> also, like, like it's like again with Ant Man, it's Disney. They're not hurting no, for that. No. Like, like whether or not they show a clip on Conan isn't going to hurt no, the movie. No. So. I'm pretty sure you'll see it on every fucking yeah. And everything else he makes is for Judd Apatow, who couldn't give a fuck. So. <laughs> <laughs> fuck God.
no, I, I was so happy they got him on one last time. <laughs> he did that one last time with oh. Bill Hader on the fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill Hader's losing his mind. <laughs> I fucking love Bill Hader so much. <laughs> He's losing his mind because he can't believe it's so true. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine, like, like getting to go to Conan and like not only is it like Conan's like you know last week whatever but and you get to be there for the final Paul Rudd Rudd bit Paul Rudd is like he just doesn't age no the man's a vampire it's like him Keanu uh, those two those two fucking I don't think Oprah ages Jesus Christ Um, yeah yeah, Paul Rudd like a fucking uh, uh, what's what's the movie with Alicia Silverstone? Um, Clueless was on yeah was on TV the other day, and I'm like, he looks exactly the same. Yeah, it's weird. I don't think he has kids. No, he has kids. Yeah, he, he has got kids. kids. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Basement Lounge. If you guys want to know more about the show or get more involved in any way, shape, or form, head on over to our website, tblpod.net. That's tblpod.net. Leave us a rating and review on the reviews page and click the little blue microphone to send us a voice message. Let us know what you thought of today's show and share your thoughts on what we talked about. We'll see you guys again next week for a brand new episode. Every Wednesday, 8 a.m. is when they drop. Until then, as always, live well. Well, rock on, take care, and bye bye <laughs>